with the stage play, you have a little bit more control in terms of uh, TV and film, certainly much more collaborative processes from what I hear anyway. The difference between what you originally wrote and what might end up on screen one day is, is so vast, whereas on stage it's still a writer's medium. What the play is, is in how something is expressed and it's received, and it's in that gap. Yeah. That that's where the play exists. I like that you can't, that there's no such thing as perfect expression. I, I quite like that. I think it's... Um, like if I think you'd lose something if you were able to completely properly articulate exactly the thought that you had. Hello, I'm Dave. I'm the guy that's putting all this stuff together. I need to get better. Please make me better. I want to get better. Better. Better acquainted with you. Today we're getting better acquainted with John. Hello, John. Hello. <laughs> so the first question that I ask is, how do you know me? Uh, you are my sister's partner. Um, so we met, I don't know, years ago. I don't actually remember. I don't think the first time we mm. met. I'll have been 15, 16, I think. Yeah, something like that. Right? That, yeah. sounds, that does sound right. But I don't know, I couldn't put a sort You'd of a been, definite... Like, I mean, I'd, been, I'd have been probably, probably 19, because I'm... Yeah. My birthday's in October, so I'm right. I see. Yeah. So I was 19 pretty quick after I went to uni. Yeah. So and I've been I don't know 15 or 16, depending on when we met. But yeah, <laughs> which neither of us really remembers. Do you remember like first impressions when you no like, or, or like? Um, bizarrely, I don't remember actually meeting you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm not sure if I remember no, um, meeting you. I think no. I, I mean I met all the family at one yeah. go. I think. Yeah, you probably did, um, but. And as I say, I can't remember how old I was or no. what. So, <laughs> that's, but that's how I know. But that's anyway. how we know but each other. Uh, and it's been what I've been with Jen for eleven years. So I've known yeah. you for eleven years. Wow! Yeah, which that's is crazy. Yeah. And the other question that I ask people is, what do you do now? Uh, I work in a theatre bar. And cool. Pouring drinks for theatre patrons and the like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. And what? Um, and you? You? Write theatre? Yes, uh, yes I do, I'll try to. Was it like being someone who writes theatre who's working in a theatre bar? Um, it's... To be honest, I don't really make the connection that often, because it's... It, you'd think that actually my interest in theatre and plays and stuff, it would be sort of relevant to what I do for a living, but in yeah. a way it's not, it's a completely separate. It just happens to be that I work in a theatre, I think. Yeah. Um, although... The, when I sort of first did that job, I think that I probably took it thinking this would be a good thing to do because this is the field I'm interested in. But actually, it's just what I do for a living. And it's a is there different kinds of theatre than you would make as well? Um, yeah, uh, largely, but not necessarily. It's just a different mindset that you get into when you're working for yeah. a living rather than whether you're working for pleasure. I think. So the bar That's, part is Yes, the bar part is... It, it, it is to an extent, although you are working in a theatre and you know you are, and he's very aware of that, but at the same time, you're not, so you're working in a bar. You, it's, it's, it's very much a different different thing, I think. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so it's, it is a, it's a bar job, really, not a theatre job. And do you enjoy working in a bar? Um, not, well, yeah, ish. It's, um, it's okay. Um, it's quite a good way to um, sort of earn a living 
without um, having to commit yourself entirely to it, I think, is yeah. probably a fair thing to say. Um, it's So that means that you're sort of um, intellectually and emotionally free to do your own things at the same time. So you get in from work and you may be physically tired, but you're not mentally tired. There's so no think work to do at home. Yes. Yeah. Once you leave the building, you can completely switch off. There's no thinking about it outside, really. It's just a... So it is... It has good and bad points of being a fairly mundane job, I think, as yeah. ever being sort of, um, yeah. And so then, at some points I like it, and at some points I don't. And I guess you see so, interesting people. Yes, yeah, although um, less so than probably your average bar job, because everyone's there as part of a Going to coming the up evening out, yeah. and so you have a certain, everyone's there to a certain extent with the same purpose. Yeah, it's not the it's same, not, you don't get the people in the end of the bar. Or the no, no, well, occasionally you do, and they're, they're, they're always entertaining, but <laughs> <laughs> but it is quite rare, but uh, it's, uh, so it's not, yeah. And before that you were working in, were you working as a doorman? No, I was, working, I was working a bar job again, but in a hotel. Oh, right. And that was very different, and I didn't enjoy that job, actually. What's um, the difference between... Well... Um, that j- hotel I was working at was right by the station and it was a big conference centre as well so you got a lot of people um, there was a lot of business um, it, it, largely there were more sort of business trips and business guests that you were serving than um, I was going to say normal people <laughs> um, but, well yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's um, uh, and you uh, you didn't I didn't enjoy the sort of the dynamic, I think, with some people, you, I found, I found myself being talked down to a lot more in that job. I think, right. not from members of the staff, but, but from, from, from the, the clientele. clientele. And that's not entirely facts. It's not that's that makes it sound more sort of that that's the way it was as standard. But it only takes a few people to do that to you to yeah. get, to to start to get annoyed and start to and start to sort of project that onto other Everybody. people who are probably being quite nice. But it's sort of. Um, yeah. No, so I found myself in that job too, for too long and I ended up, I think, quite misanthropic at one point and sort of hating the world and everyone in it, I think. So I can uh, understand that. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've it was, um, it was uh, useful because it was, um, it was, um, it wasn't good money, but it was a lot of hours, so it, it added up to good money, although I ended up having not, t- no time at all to do anything else other than go to a job I hated so I got out of that once, <laughs> once I'd made that realisation and it took me longer than I you've chosen to work in in bar jobs you studied theatre at uni yes yeah and then you did an MA uh, yes yeah, so MPhil I think an MPhil so okay. whatever combination of letters it was yes it was a masters yeah and then you decided to work in bars <laughs> not really well yes I, I suppose technically yeah I think um I'd worked in the theatre bar before, and when I came back, one of the um, sort of technicians, uh, he said, oh, you've been away, where, where have you been? I said, I went to study a master's, and he said, okay, so you got your master's, yeah, and now you're a fucking barman. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, okay, yeah, it's sort of, um, it, it it wasn't a decision, it's like, now that's what I want to do, but it, it's just, it it's a way of earning a living that I'm, that I can do, and that, because, ultimately, uh my master's is in playwriting um, it's not a field that you'd sort of immediately get employed in it's um, no. and you, your options honest, are teach yeah, the subject exactly. tutor the subject yeah. or 
I feel I'd be an awful <laughs> Exactly, yeah. I feel I'd be an awful teacher anyway of any yeah. subject, so I barely know what I'm talking about most of the time, so I don't know how I would try and sort of teach anyone. Most anything. teachers don't know what they're talking yeah, about, no, but I'm not, but but I'm I'm not, have that. I'm not <laughs> recommending teaching yeah. necessarily. No, no. Um, and, to, I, and I don't envisage myself working in bars for hopefully too much longer because I, I, I do want to find a day job that I can do that still holds the. It still holds true that I can then yeah. commit to what I want to do in my own time, but I also want to do something more interesting with my day job. That, so it, it, it's finding the compromise, I think, and finding the balance. It is a really hard balance to find, I yeah. think, if you do things that are creative, and that's what your that's what your passion is. That's what you want to spend yeah. all your time doing. Finding the right day job is hard. Yes. It took me years to find one that's compatible with my yeah. life. I don't know how long I'll hold on to that, you know. I think the one I've got at the moment is, is is good in that it does give me the time and the energy and everything to work on my own projects, which I'm doing a lot more now than I have been for a while, which is good, which is excellent. But at the same time, I don't get any sort of satisfaction really from my job other than it's a means of earning a living. And so I would... <laughs> I think I want the best of both worlds is what I'm saying <laughs> yeah well yeah, yeah. I think we all I think we yeah, all yeah. do and the only way to get the best of both mm. worlds is to get whatever successful means and then mm. when you get that then you have all of these new concerns like I don't know whatever whatever like things burning up your time yes I think there's always going to be something there's never enough time, time is there yes <laughs> Even when there is, it seems that there isn't. <laughs> and you're, I mean, you're, and you, so, you, and you studied playwriting. Mm, yes. And before that, you studied theatre. Yeah. And when you're not studying those subjects, you keep yourself to quite strict um, regimes. Would you say that's fair? Yes. Yes, I try. I try to because I find that if I don't implement myself into regimes of working and sitting down to work and making sure, I at the moment I'm actually recording how what what I've done each day, basically, just in terms of my own work, just so that I know that I've actually done something that day. Yeah, and so you're, than, you're hitting, yeah. you're, what you're, you're, I do send that I never meet, that I never meet. No. <laughs> um, but, but, it, 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 I, I find that I do need that sort of regimentedness, or at least a pretense of it, so that I know that I'm doing something and I'm not completely wasting time. Yeah. Or, Almost to the point, I've got a track of the time I've wasted. I know, I know, I know how I've wasted that time. <laughs> so. and, I mean, how did you find studying writing as a, an academic? Uh, it was interesting, really, because it was almost those kind of two sides to the way the course worked. Apparently, the masters, when the masters were set up, they had to include an academic side for the university yeah. to give them their facilities and the libraries yeah, and everything like that. So there is a, um, one essay as part of the course. Right. Uh, it is, it, it's there. You only have to pass it. You don't actually have to do well on it. It doesn't actually contribute to getting the masters or failing it. Oh, other than you good. had to actually pass it, and that was sort of a few months in. And that was it. Was interesting actually because it, as with most essays, I suppose, is that you find a way to make it interesting for yourself, or you make the subject interesting to what you want. And what, what, was, you, what was your essay? On? It was basically the remit of the essay was quite broad because it just gave a list of. Essentially, fairly arbitrary playwriting conventions, um, and very broad ones, and just said, right, pick two conventions from this list, and then pick one of the plays that we recommend here plus one other. Talk about them or analyse them in terms of those conventions, and from a playwriting context, how how those conventions are used and to what effects and how. And so it was an incredibly broad essay, and I did that on 
talking about space and time. <laughs> you see what I mean by very yeah. broad um, <laughs> conventions. And I used um, The Cherry Orchard um, by Chekhov and um, Old Times by Harold Pinson, which is so, that, And that was... Good place to have yes. to read again Absolutely, and again and again. Yeah. And, and, um, well, certainly, um, they became, Old Times particularly, um, revealed itself after every every reading. I mean, like it's a oh, very, yeah. very complex play, very Pint, interesting. Pinter's really good play. for that. Yes, you yeah. can get um, more and more out of him every time you read Absolutely, it. and particularly Old Times, which I hadn't actually read before when I started on the course. And then I yeah, absolutely loved it, I think. And um, Certainly, actually, analysing in terms of the way space and time is was really interesting, really interesting. And old, so, old times is about theatre as well, so you're, it, it's not, mm, yeah. So um, you're kind of it, to some extent, yeah. I think, and it's certainly about time, which is yeah. what I was. Um, <laughs> it's uh, entirely about time. You could make the claim. I think it's that. It's, uh, and what did you what did you learn about the differences or the similarities between those plays? Well, I, I I chose not to take a comparative approach. <laughs> okay. Which marked me down slightly, as my tutor pointed out, is that the essay invited a comparison and you haven't made one. I thought, oh. yes, that's fair enough, but I, my contention was that I wanted to just look at these plays because they aren't linked, and <laughs> any attempt to make them linked would have been sort of just. Academic. Yes, yes, completely. It would have been. I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but it wouldn't have been. There was no. To my mind, there was no sort of point to be made for linking them, so I didn't. <laughs> um, I did. I did. I, I passed the essay and I got a reasonable mark. But oh, well, a better mark had I compared them in some way. But was, yeah, so, I, I mean, it probably I, only would have taken a couple of sentences actually, just to say. I should should even have said why I didn't compare them. But I didn't even say that in the essay. I just. Well, <laughs> what, what did you learn about them individually then? Mm, well, a huge amount, I think, in terms of with the Chekhov, um, it had never properly occurred to me the importance of space and actually going back to all the rest of his plays actually the, the, all his major plays the late ones space it, it seems you can look at it in various ways in terms of dramatically the arrangement of characters on stage at different points is certainly in the show actually incredibly clever because you get the people that need to be there at various points and they're sweeping in and out of rooms in one act but it never seems like they're being manipulated and arranged in the way that they are, and as you sort of pick apart, you, there has to be these uh, this group of characters here at this point, and the way he achieves them being there at that point doesn't seem at all deliberate. Although obviously it is. So yeah, it's, that's, um Well, he was realism, wasn't he? It was mm, the sort of start of naturalism and realism. Yes, yeah, yeah. There was stories I, I remember hearing when when studying theatre myself mm. about trying to recreate a house you know the actual rooms yeah. of the house and as, mm. as far, like Stanislavski talked about having the mice and like under the stage well, the same yeah. as the yeah yeah and I think that a lot of that was Stanislavski rather than Chekhov There's yeah I think that's there true a story, I, think, I that think that's that true um, Chekhov wasn't Chekhov wrote realistic. and said um, in this play takes place in a country where there's no crickets, there's no sound, there's no <laughs> there's no birds tweeting in the background, there's no um, just as a note saying, okay, this is stop with the realism, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I think is a fair point. Well, I think if you go too far with realism, you kind of distract from the things you want to say. Yes, I real. think yeah. Um, well, I think any Sometimes. sort of realism or naturalism has to be selective. I think it, yeah, it, it has to be. And you have to frame the yeah, work. Mm, uh, absolutely, and I think all you really want is a is um, an illusion of reality if that's what you're looking for and you don't if if you sort of paint this too much then you lose any substance or you disguise any substance that you that may be there by 
completely extraneous yeah, things that are fair. fairly pointless. <laughs> so I don't know, but I'm I, I I'm not very good on isms. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, I I never really know. I know I'm supposed to know. <laughs> but, um, I don't really know why so, yeah. anyone's supposed to know mm. anything. Really, I think yeah. everybody, including me, mm. feels we should know everything. Mm. And like we're, it's often it's 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 hard to admit like I don't know about this thing. But I think that's th- that's a standard human yes, feeling. Yeah, and, yeah. And none of us should be kind of embarrassed that we don't know. No, sometimes no, academic so. yeah. study makes mm. you feel that a lot more kind of acutely yeah. than you necessarily would like. No, that's true. And I think with genre anyway, or, or it's not even genre; it's form. I suppose of the, of the um, naturalism, realism. It, it seems I don't see the purpose of categorization really I think yeah it's probably fair to say I think um, it's a way of it's a method of analysis I think I I suppose um, and a shorthand so that everyone knows what they're talking about but in theatre it seems that everyone has different definitions anyway so it seems and then people become mistrustful like there's a lot of people who will say I hate naturalism I never really know what you mean by that surely you hate certain works that's fair enough but it seems a very broad thing to hate. Whenever for its yeah for itself, I, don't I, know. It's I think whenever so, anyone mm. says I hate mm. a genre or a style, yeah, yeah. they really mean they hate bad stuff. Yeah, I think, and that's true. <laughs> and I think that because uh, a lot, I think a lot of people, well, I've come across people sometimes they say things, or they say they don't like naturalism, or it's um, and the contention is that it it's a, a substitute for substance. I suppose that's what they see it, but that's the case with sort of very non-artistic drama as well. If there's nothing there, it doesn't matter what <laughs> style it happens to be. If there's nothing interesting there, it's going to be bad. Yeah, but it's like people mm-hmm. say, I don't like science fiction, and then you yeah. say, well, do you like Back to the Future? And they're like, yeah, I love that film. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah well, exactly. Actually, yeah. You, you like a science fiction yes. film, then? Mm. Yeah, ex- it's exactly the same thing. It's, it's, uh, it seems fairly ludicrous to me to, to differentiate, and I think that's why I'm mistrustful of, of, of the terms themselves, I think, is that... So you only had to study one... Like, you only had to do an ac- officially academic... Yes, there was only one essay. There were other assignments, but there were less academic. Although there was options in the other assignments to take an academic one if you wanted, but <laughs> practical playwriting... <laughs> um, you want to be a no one, yeah, yeah, obviously no one put, picked to do an essay when there was a, a sort of a writing assignment to be done. <laughs> and but, in terms um, of writing, like, the actual writing part of yeah. the course, well, how did you find that? Because, mm. I mean, I did... Three years of creative writing as a minor in my right, yeah. degree, and I found it an interesting experience, like the idea of learning writing. Yeah, it was interesting because the writing, the way the course was, stru- it, it is that from the very beginning there was obviously there were seminars and taught portions and stuff and tutorials, but the course was structured around what they called the thesis, which was just a stage play, a full. Stage play yeah. developed over the course of the year through drafting and through, and that's from the very first day you have the tutorial and you start talking about it and you start putting that together. So you learn that part of it, or you you sort of develop as a writer alongside. And do you produce? Did you produce yes. the play as well? Uh, or it, or gets, is it just it written, gets, written? It's just written, really. But in the second draft stage, or third draft, I can't remember, yeah, second draft stage, I think, about halfway through the course, anyway. You work with a professional director and a group of professional actors um, on a uh, rehearsed reading Read of the. Yeah. Um, I think it was about half an hour, first half hour of the of the play, and that was that was really interesting actually, and re- really learnt a lot from that. You'd go in, and you'd have a full day's rehearsal, 
and that was on the so they'd read the whole the whole play there and then it would work on the first half hour that was going to be presented into this rehearsed reading um, in, and it's presented to industry people I think is it <laughs> sort of people you're introduced to some of them and you know who they are but the others are just sort of industry people is yeah. all you really know <laughs> um, but yeah so that was really informative and then you get a feedback interesting the feedback session was um, it didn't even really constitute feedback it seems like some of the comments were from it's weird what people pick up on, I think, is, is fair to say. But, um, what, do you, what do you mean? The, the way a feedback session works, it wasn't as I probably would have hoped, a one-on-one, you go in and then you like, get some, get some constructive feedback. It was in a circle, and a lot of people who should know better saying, yeah, I quite liked it, which is not necessarily that helpful. Um, yeah. And, and then, yeah, yeah, and then when you finally get into, yeah. get, well, get into specifics, I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, the, a literary associate one. This, I can't remember which one it was. Really said nice. something like, "Don't start with that scene because I don't like you starting with that scene. I think you should start with the other scene." Okay, why? Well, I just think it would be better if you started with the other scene. And I never really got a why for that. And so actually, and there was never really any comeback to that. There was no opportunity for me to say, "Well, the reason I'm starting with that scene is this." Yes, for this reason. Yeah. So the feedback was it was just a bit bit weird. I think because in a circle with about twenty people. Um, Although feedback's hard in mm. the same way that it's hard to to, it's not always easy. I'm sure you find this mm. too to explain why you've oh, done no, something no. when you're writing. Yeah, it's not. Sometimes all, I, I think it's the same in terms to, yeah. of instinct. You like, yeah. I mean, I've I've had it where I'm like, I think you should start with this bit rather than this mm. bit, but I wouldn't necessarily be able to. St- uh, well, I probably I can find reasons yeah. why, but they're just they're just. Well, the thing is, that, yeah, with that comment, um, uh, with the sort of, um, I think you should start off. It was. It could have been a really interesting. There could have been a really good reason, and if I'd had the opportunity to talk to it talk out, maybe it we out, could yeah. have worked out what what it was that made her feel that. Yeah. Um, and that would have been great, but there was never really any opportunity to do that. And uh, after afterwards, the director that I'd been working with came up to me and said, "Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Definitely don't do that." <laughs> so I was like, "Right, okay, yeah." That is the yeah. weirdest thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, about these things mm. that that. The idea of being marked on them, yeah, well, a subjective, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Like I, I, I produced a, I did a play in my third year at uni for theatre studies, mm. and you know we were taking all the notes of the tutor that was yeah. directing us, or kind of not directing us but in mm. charge of us. But then when 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 we did it according to his notes, all the mm. other tutors didn't like his ideas right like yeah they don't all agree no no so how the hell can you yeah. please them yeah you, you can't and you shouldn't try i think yeah. they ultimately well obviously you have to try in an academic situation because well, you have to pass the yeah that's the course problem, yeah. <laughs> so but um <clears throat> in some ways the the masters wasn't really like that i mean this the feedback session it was all just opinions anyway and actually it was the process of doing it with the actors and the director which was really really um really helpful and it's, it's amazing like hearing your yeah. words through somebody else's voice exactly, and then yeah. you know whatever their feedback mm. in session is going to be you've got yeah. loads yourself yes you know, exactly yeah and the feedback from actors and directors was much more constructive because they were actually working on it and they actually had in some ways even for a day they had that investment of their time in it so therefore they had a reason to be constructive and sort of and to work through and yeah. make it work and it was um, really good it came at a time actually during the writing of that play where I was convinced it wasn't working at all, actually, and I, it hit this point where I had to send the latest draft off to the actors and the director, and I think I 
emailed the director and said, well, I can give you the last draft because this new draft I don't, I'm not convinced at all. And I sent it to her and she said, no, no, we'll work on a new draft. And actually, once it, once it was being spoken, I realised it actually was working. But I think that I'd been in a bubble working. Yeah. I'd been working so hard that I had absolutely no perspective on anything at that point. So it was, uh, it, 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 so it was valuable in it's terms okay. of just getting it into a different part of your head, I think, once it's been spoken. And well, it's really counterintuitive when you give it to somebody else. It's like the, the writing that you're working on. Mm. Like, I've had that experience where I'm like, this is rubbish. Yeah. And I've given it to people and I've gone, hang on, it's really good. But then you have the opposite experience yeah. where you're like, this is brilliant, this is brilliant. <laughs> and then they read it and you're like, how did I ever yeah, yeah, that exactly, was right yeah. for people to read yet? Yeah, yeah. So I think you have to kind of learn to let yourself do that. That's what I learned. Yeah, I, I think you have to take that yeah. chance, or yeah. you'll never know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, for example, I mean, and maybe it's a family trait, but but mm. you're, when you're, you, you, me and your sister both are in the same writing group, mm. and often she'll think her piece is rubbish. She'll give it to the writing group, and they'll be like, then she'll then she'll suddenly realise that actually it's a lot of other people like it and she can sort of see it differently because you mm. can't get perspective on your own no, work no you can't it's the so, yeah endless task yeah yeah exactly it's um, it's, it's tough is the only thing that you write plays yeah yes I think yeah actually yes there's, there's no um, right no that's, that, that's uh, it, I think um, I'd probably like to work on other things as well but to be honest I'm still very much an amateur I don't really know what I'm doing with plays yet I need to I want to get better at that before I start you branching want to work out, out you know what I mean yeah so I need to things. and that could take a lifetime anyway it's learning to do that properly yes um, yeah but you do find I, I find that every time I sit down to work something new it, you feel you start not only do you not know anything about that play but you start not knowing anything about any plays I think for you, you can, with each new project you start well, you, from a position of complete ignorance, and I think well, there's something quite nice about that. Anyway, definitely. Because, uh, yeah. If the if the uh, mm. if the writer doesn't discover something in mm. the process of writing the play, how can they yeah, expect absolutely. the yeah, audience yeah. to discover something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, and each each play is necessarily a completely different thing than anything else you've done. If it's if it's not, then what was the point? <laughs> I think it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, so we're like in the winter mm. of 2011, yeah, and you're writing plays. Mm. Trying to. Yeah. Well, you're, you're right. You're, you are writing them. Yes. But <laughs> Not necessarily finishing them. See, but is, it's, uh... I have a very similar conversation with your sister. How do you feel about writing? Because, you know, this is in the 19th century no. when everybody watched plays. Mm. This is a time when less and less people are watching plays. Yes. And you're writing plays. How do you feel no. about that kind of... Uh... Yeah, it's um, it's it's difficult because I think you're aware. Or I'm aware often when I'm in a theatre that the audience, I'm the audience is very different to me. I think I think that, that I'm I'm you when you write. I think you have to write for yourself. That's you you you're writing with yourself in mind as audience. But I'm very aware that there isn't. Um, that's not the sort of people that necessarily go to the theatre these days. So there may well not be an audience for what I'm doing, but uh, it's it's difficult to. I don't find that I'm <laughs> adaptable enough to think. Um, well, this is the medium that people are. I want to work in that. I mean, I I want to, but it's, no, that's not. 
I'm trying to work out what I'm trying to say here. I think that um, ultimately, I'm much more familiar and comfortable um, well, um, in working in, in theatre. Yeah, that's what I know and what I love. And I, I think eventually I might be able to work out how to do something else. But at the moment, I'm working out how to do that. I think you're right. It is a shame that there is. It's it's not an irrelevant art form, but it's it's often. To some extent, and it, it becomes almost a museum. I think theatre a lot of the time. Well, it's, um, you have to be yeah. quite. You have to have money to go to the theatre. You have to have so money. Price and, um, in order to get people to go, a lot of people only go to what's familiar. And you, and to a certain extent, I do as well. And you say, okay, there's a revival of a Pinter play. I'll go and see that. I would really like that play. Yeah. Um, whereas it's harder whereas to take it's a chance. Harder to take a chance really. because, and for everyone, understandably, because it's expensive. Um, which is part of the problem, really, is that why a lot of you get less new work. I think um, you get so many revivals because ultimately that's what people are going to go and see. But I don't honestly never really properly considered about the fact that I am writing for a, a medium that isn't what the way people are experiencing art and culture these days, really. Because I mean, it's it's, um, it's not like mm. common for your generation, I should imagine, or mine. Mm. I mean, I I write yeah. plays and I've yeah, written yeah. plays, so I'm. Partially in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. And it's not common for our generation. They all want to write TV. Yeah. I mean, even novels is kind of a throwback mm. now. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe on some level it's, it's um, sort of sheer arrogance and egotism, knowing that uh, with a stage play you you have a little bit more control. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, TV and film, certainly much more collaborative processes. And from what I hear, anyway, the difference between... Um, what you originally wrote and what might end up on screen one day is, is so vast, whereas on stage it's still a writer's medium, it's also a director's medium, it's also a literary manager's medium, I think. Yeah. But ultimately, the writer's still there on some way, in some way, but it's very difficult, certainly with film and TV. There are a few writers you can think of, oh, I like the work of that writer, but most of the time, obviously, with film and TV, you don't. The writer's well, isn't, it's interesting. Mm. I think people, people do say that television is a writer's medium more than film, mm. Because you need yeah. so many I think that's true. scripts, I think, and so yeah. they have, you mm. know, you have to give a bit more power to the writers. Yeah, yeah, and I think that um, TV, in some ways, is more potentially more interesting. Although I don't know whether it's necessarily fully realising its potential. TV, but it's, I think, I think, it's, it's, I think it's in some ways close. it is. I think in some ways it is, um, but um, I think there's always more. I think, I think there's more potential with TV film. Is that you've got a what? It's incredibly prescriptive, really, isn't it? So you've got a, a time slot of what between an hour and a half and three hours if you're really, really audacious. But and there's no time. You've got, um, you can't build an audience. Yes, you can't build an audience. The audience are going to go and see it. They are, but you yeah. can't. Um, um, what I like, well, the way I tend to experience TV, anyway, is probably a sort of symptomatic of my general disorganisation. Anyway, is that I don't actually watch TV at all. I find out about things and then I track them down. And then we'll um, at a later, and a later, later date, like, like, borrow DVDs or things like that. Um, I, I don't think I ever sit down and think, right, it's nine o'clock, this is on, I'm going to go and watch this. <laughs> because I don't know, I just I wouldn't be able to do that, I don't think. It's, uh, what is it about plays that attracts you? What is it? I mean, mm. when did you first get interested in plays? When I was a teenager, I think, um, became interested in drama. Largely, and 
<laughs> because I couldn't do anything else. <laughs> I think um, at school it was it became my favourite subject. And and you used really to do good drama, teacher, and you yeah. used to do karate, wasn't it? I did. Yeah, did do those were the things that I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't do that anymore. But, um, it was a yeah, that was five years ago. I enjoyed it, but it was a, it's not something I kept up. But yeah, I used to do. I took drama at school. Um, I think initially because it became you had to pick your GCSE options, and uh, it became a choice between art and drama. And I was a disaster at art. I, I couldn't. I still can't draw or do anything. I, I don't know why, but I can't. I'd love to be able to draw. Yeah, me too. But I, I absolutely too, can't. Right, it's right. a skill I would love to have, but no, I never will. It, I, I had to choose between art and drama, so I picked drama not for the virtue of drama, but for the virtue of not being able to do the other option. Yeah. <laughs> and then actually got really into it, really enjoyed it. And so it's from there actually. And then uh, obviously involved going to the theatre and discovering plays and studying plays. And it was a time I think I wasn't. I didn't read as a teenager, really. Not much, anyway. Um, and so a sort of a rediscovery of... Because I think I read a little bit when I was younger, before yeah. I was a teenager. But as a teenager, I don't think I did at all. And then sort of studying and analysing plays. And they're reading quick, plays. Quick they're to quick read to read, well. And it really, really gets well. you... And I just sort of suddenly discovered a passion for not only seeing... Well, particularly seeing theatre, live theatre. And, and that, uh, it is a sort of a... When it's good, it is a... Incomparable, anyway. I think for me, anyway. I just, what I does theatre give but, people that the other mediums don't give it? Well, I don't know because it, the, the mediums to other people. I mean, for me, um, I couldn't put a finger on it necessarily, but I just like the that it's you get. The, the, I suppose the liveness as well. I, I, I like. The liveness, I think. Anything I think can the, happen. The, there's, yeah. There is that sort of, yeah, anything can happen is what they say. And I think it's, um, you enter into sort of, um, it's a communal experience as well, I think, and it's live. And if it's good, it's, I, I don't know, there's just a feeling that you get, I think, um, I, which I would find difficult to describe. I, I know what you mean. Um, the things I think that theatre offers people that other mediums don't, is yeah the live thing, mm. but also it's a much more active audience experience because you make mm. the film, Absolutely, you choose where yes. to look. There's you know. an mm. essay or an article by David Hare, I think, where he says the play is in the air. What the play is is in how something is expressed and it's received, and it's in that gap. Yeah, that's where the play exists. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, which is quite a nice thought, I think. And if, uh, that's true of everything. That, that's, that's not true just plays. That is that's definitely film. true of all art. Yeah, yeah. All, all art. I think I describe it as the contract between the artist and the audience. Mm. Like that's where I'm interested yeah. in that. That the bit where you both have to sign. Yes. Yeah. I, I think the contract is, is is quite a yeah quite an apt word because if you don't if you don't metaphorically sign that contract as an audience member, then you're not going to get anything out of the. But I think, I think in a way, in theatre, the contract's harder to sign. Mm. But it's also more, I think, it's very rewarding if you do. Yes. But I think that's why people, like, if you go to see a film, you get bombarded with the images, yes. you're in. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. whether it's a good mm. film or not, you can watch it, you mm. know, like, generally speaking, you can yeah. watch a film. Mm. Bad theatre. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 yes, it's um, terrible. The, if you're going with a contract image, it is torn up as soon as it gets bad, isn't it? There's a, you, you're removed from the moment as an audience, you're removed from that. Um, yeah. And I don't mean removed in a sort of a, what you might call Brechtian alienation effect. That's just something quite different. But I yeah. mean, in terms of if you're not experiencing what 
if you're not you, with you, it, once, yeah, if you're yeah. not with it, I think yeah. it is exactly the, the case. Then, then, then you lose it, and I think that it just takes when it's bad. And I think that is the that's the other thing I like about theatre actually, because when it's bad, it's worse than bad. <laughs> most of most of the art forms, I think it's uh, that's very you get the highs and the lows, which I think I, and I think that there's that. But when it's good, mm. it's magical. Like yeah. the kind of theatre that I'm really interested in, and I, you know, I wish I wrote more theatre. I wish there was more inroads into theatre. Yes, so that's the other thing. That's it? why right, I kind so of branched out. To... Like I always remember, there's a there was a and I've not not even seen this performance, but I'm just blown away by the idea of it. Um, it was done by I don't know. I want to say Peter Brook, but it might not be Peter Brook. Um, and it was a vers- it was a production of uh, The Tempest, and they had like a lake behind the stage. Yeah. And at the end of the play, when Ariel is released. She, the, the actor, ran off the stage and across the lake. They put boards down oh, under the lake right, that no one could see. So when she was free, and she ran off and then over the other side of the lake, and you could carry on seeing her running oh, right, in the distance wow. as the play mm. was happening. That's magic. Yeah. You can't do that in film. No, no, you can't. Like, that's yes. that's always my example mm. of when people say, yeah, well, what does what do plays mm. give me? Well, that, 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 I think, yeah, that's, that's right. And then, yeah, I wish I had a... As, as good an example I mean I just wish I, just, I, I always come back to that example just because I just wish that I had some kind of way to have seen that yeah that's, yeah. that's the, 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 the problem as well is that you read these accounts of what sounds like amazing things and you think well I'll never see that yeah I, but in a way that's still you still sort of create that in your head in the same way in that same yeah. you create something very different in your head but ultimately it's still in your head which it always is anyway yeah, absolutely, and it's. And I think it's, but there's, it's true of the sort of the writing of it as well, or the creation of anything, is that I always think of it. It's, it's like, and it's the same with communication as well. Is that you have in your head something, and you whatever expression, however you choose to express that, is it's a poor translation of what, but then it becomes something else once it's down, and then someone else's interpretation. It becomes something. So the difference of what you had in your head when you were writing it, and what someone has in their head when they're reading it, that's completely different. It's kind of like Chinese whispers, that, yeah. isn't it? Like what mm, you write in yeah, your head, yeah. you try and you try and lock yeah. that down, but you mm, don't absolutely. quite achieve it. Yeah. And then somebody else takes it on, yeah. and then they make something new. Yeah, it. exactly. And I think I, I like that. I like I like that you can't. That there's no such thing as perfect expression. I I quite like that. I think it's um, like if I think you'd lose something if you were able to completely properly articulate exactly the thought that you had I mean is that that's really the reason that you write isn't it mm. I mean it's like when you're saying you're not very good with isms and you're not yeah. very good at expressing in your opinion yeah. you're not very good at expressing what you feel about theatre yeah. in a way that's because you're writing a play about that mm. yeah? yeah with plays or anything if it, and, or with, if you were able to properly articulate what it was that you were trying to say then what would be the point in writing the play and <laughs> it's uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, although I, I am kind of in awe of people who can communicate to that degree and say, this is what I'm doing, and it sounds pithy and nice and uh, great. And I think, well, I, I can't describe, but I, 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 I think ultimately I write because I can't communicate. That's <laughs> I think that's, uh, it's posh. Maybe that's Maybe that is it. I don't know. I don't know whether that's true or not. But that's, then just, that's just occurred to me there, but that's... <laughs> That's, it's an, it's an, well, I think, I, I think you can communicate, yeah. but I think that certainly 
in a way, it seems to me, what you're trying to communicate is the intangible mm. things. Yeah. Like that's, is, maybe that's what ev- all artists are trying yes, to do. Yes, I think that is true. I think that's what most people... Like, you know, you write a love, yeah, yeah. A love song, mm. and really, that doesn't really communicate what love feels like. No. But it gets as close as you can. Yeah. You know. I mean, you're at the moment, you're writing a... A big well, you're you're trying to make sense of the world, aren't you? <laughs> yes, in your, in yeah, play, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the play I'm writing at the moment. It didn't start that way. It, it, I find that when it's the things that have gone well or have started to go well in terms of writing projects, they haven't started with an idea. They've started. It, it, it was just I was writing a play or began writing a play with just two characters, and I knew who the characters were, and I knew where they were and the situation in which they were meeting. And one of the characters was very sort of clear to me, but the other one wasn't. And I, as I sort of learned who she was, and I sort of discovered a bit more about about these two characters, it became about a lot of other things um, external from the characters, and it became it became a lot. It is at the moment a lot more. It's asking questions bigger than I wanted to ask, I think. But that's how I, that's what I like. But you have to follow yes. the trail. Yeah, you have to follow the trail, and ultimately the trail is leading you to what on some level you want to write about, even though you didn't necessarily know it when you started down yeah. the road. I think yeah. it's, um, which I like, I think I, it's that, not actually knowing what you're writing about until... And where does that trail seem to be leading at the moment? At the moment, it's trying, I'm trying to, well, I'm not trying, it, it, it seems to be, it's about a lot of things, but one of the things is, it's about the difficulty of doing... What's right on a on a on a big scale? I suppose what the what the global right might be. What's the social? What the right thing? The I, I suppose I mean doing what is right rather than what's comfortable, maybe, or what's um, if there's something wrong in the world, if there's a a social ill, it's the difficulty of fighting that and choosing choosing whether the comfort of your own lives which I think we all do to some extent yeah. it's uh, too easy to do that rather than sort of standing up for what's right or fighting what's wrong it's becoming a lot about that and the two characters at the moment are almost embodying the different positions on that although it will get more subtle I think as it goes on but it's um, yeah ultimately the, the central character is a musician I think um, he's a uh, once successful, but not so much now. Um, but he was once sort of this um, politically active artist, and then he pursued he personal got, success. Got the money, and yeah, yeah there's a lovely um, Leonard Cohen song, um, "Feel Commander Cohen," and the refrain from it is, um, "I know you need your sleep now. I know your life's been hard, but many men are falling where you promised to stand guard." And it it seems that there's a there's a um, that um, in that song of him confronting that within himself, or whether I mean, because then there's a reference to you promised to stand by the poor or something, and you're not doing that. Um, and obviously, you with uh, you saying, well, the artist might not be confronting himself there, but he's called the song "Feel Commander Cohen." It is, it is about. It seems to me that that song's about himself, and there's a, it's a beautiful expression of of that. I think, and also. In a way, anyway, it's 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 an expression of a lot of things, but it's no. I mean, it's, I, I um, think it's a it's a lovely quotation, mm-hmm. and it's a, an interesting thing to yeah. be writing about yeah. now. I mean, I, I mean, I think that's what mm-hmm. we're all 
mm. trying. I mean, that's what ev- all the, the Occupy movement, all of these yeah. things are just symptoms of people trying to work out how to be good in a world. Yes, that I think that's complicated. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. The other thing is that I, I don't have an answer for it either. I don't know. I don't know what I feel really. I don't know what the right thing to do is. I think that because ultimately, it never. I mean, you can you change the world? I don't know. I don't you know. can. It's, um, I, I think if, I, if again, it's another thing is that if you know the answer to these things, then why are you writing? Well, absolutely. It's, actually, it, it has to be a discovery and, and, and a sort of. Um, but it, what is interesting about this one is that it um, it didn't start about those issues at all. It's it's it, those issues have grown with the characters. The characters have introduced <laughs> those those things to me and sort of the characters um, came first. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's that's a very uh, good way of mm. working. I wish. Yeah. Sometimes I start with the themes, and that's yeah. harder in yes, some ways. Yes, I've, I've done that before, and I've, I've, I think um, thinking back, the projects that have that I haven't been able to write that I've abandoned, and there's a lot of those, um, often started with the themes and the ideas, whereas the things that I've been able to carry carry to term for yeah. carry to terms yes, correct. I think, I think. It's, um, the, those have been things that have started. In a much more sort of ambiguous character situation, and then themes have grown out of that. I think. Well, look, that's the thing about making things as well. You don't know where they're going to yeah. go. I mean, yeah. like Nick uh, Nick Cave calls his songs his sad-eyed little children, mm. and it is like giving birth to someone. That's yeah. why I think Carrie's yeah, yeah. term is a is an apt. Pre- mm. I mean, I'm not trying to say that it's as hard to write a novel as it is to give birth. Yeah, but I know. That's exactly, that's why I was sort of um, apologetic about saying. But that it, but it, it's, it's, like but not, it, it's not it's not the comparison I'm making. But it, but it is. It is. There is something. Yeah. True, though, yeah. that that you are creating something hmm. from yourself, yeah. but you have no real idea how it will turn out. Yeah, and yeah. that's kind of what happens when you have a child. Mm. Uh, you can try your best to make that mm. make that work. Yeah, yeah, be the kind of child you'd like, and it's the same. It's mm. the same with a story or a, yes. or a play. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, your older sister is a writer. Yes, and you're a writer. And she was a writer first, mm. I guess. Yeah. Was there any relation between her be- being a writer and you? I mean, how do you I don't feel so. about that? Um, well, it's uh, interesting. I didn't write anything, um, well, not properly um, at all, until it, I was well into uni before I... Yeah, I think it surprised her when you became yeah, a writer yeah, too. Um, <laughs> well, well into uni before, um, before I actually really sort of got into it and really started in. I'd done little bits because I'd done... Um, devised theatre as a teenager, so that's a, certainly a, an element of the text creation in that. And you didn't, and, uh, and you didn't follow in her footsteps as such because no. she doesn't write plays. No, no. Um, and, she, and she wouldn't. And certainly, you can't get her on a stage. Either. No, no, no. And you've, um, you've been on. Yeah, stage. I was certainly. Yeah, that was um, my interest in drama, and I was sort of. Uh, I enjoyed acting. I did quite a lot of that um, into uni, and then sorry at. Um, at uni, I was sort of discovering different parts of theatre, and I didn't, I didn't ever want to be an actor actually. Um, but I found I got less and less enjoyment from from that side of it. Of more things I did, and so I was like, well, what else can I do? And I tried. I, I did a bit of directing. And I can't do that at all. I don't, I don't have the skill sets for directing at all. But it's, why, um, why do you think you don't have the skill set to direct? Uh, I think that above anything else, that a good director needs to be a phenomenally good communicator verbally I think <laughs> uh, I, I, I think that that is the and you need a certain amount of organisation skill which I don't possess as well but um, there's also and you need an all round authority I think 
um, which not only do You've I not have, find I wouldn't style. want. I think, I, th- I you, think, yeah, I, I think, think you, you can be style. an unsure director. Yeah, I don't think you but can. You have think, to find a way yeah. of people feeling. Yeah, yeah. You can't have a cast that don't feel confident. No, so you have no, to find a way of making yeah. them confident and, like, because I, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm a brilliant communicator, and I'm certainly not confident always in my decisions, mm. but I have, when I've directed, find found ways of, of. Managing, yeah, I think you can find. I think, I reckon I think you, there is ways to do it. I reckon give give yourself ten years. Yeah, and well, then maybe. Yeah, reconsider. And that's the other thing as well is that I think that um, you need to know. I think more than anything else, it, it, some ways you need a bit more experience to be able to direct. I think. I, I, I don't, but I don't this know is so that's true. But actually, I don't, I don't know, even know whether I agree with that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, that's, uh, it's an approach. A, yeah, and it's I something think I it's think is admirable. Yeah. And I, mm. this is some, a similarity I see between you and your sister. And that I admire and don't necessarily possess myself, or I'm trying to learn to possess mm-hmm. it, which is that. Well, I mean, I've not read your writing, mm. so I can only talk about yeah. your sister in this case. But she is trying to find out, like she's trying to learn the craft. Mm. Yes. She's really Absolutely. concerned with That's learning the craft. You are yeah. too, and I know you spent lots of lots of time just mm. studying. On your own, like time as well, like, yeah, yeah. And you do that still now, I mm, guess. Yeah, yeah. Studying the craft, trying to work it out, mm. and you come from the point of view of, I'm not good. I want to get better, and I have always come at it from the point of view of, I'm brilliant. Why doesn't anyone <laughs> understand? Um, and, and it's taken me a long yeah. time to work out that that's because I'm not brilliant, and I need to work on that. Um, but I think there's advantages from both stances. Yeah, like, I think yeah, um, like being brash. Mm does mean that you get your stuff out there. Yes. Absolutely. But it also means you get your bad stuff out mm, there. Yeah, Whereas yeah. you guys craft it and craft it and craft it, but you maybe need to get it out there. Kind yeah. of that final step mm, is yeah. the scary one. Yeah, that's 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 true. And um, there does it, I find as well that it comes a point where I have to accept the, the plays at the stage it's going to be. I, there's no, I can't... Because when I finished yeah. my Masters, I wanted immediately... Right, this... I've passed... Yeah, I've got the masters, so the players somewhere competent, but it can be better. It's not quite right. I need, I can carry on with this. I can go do another draft. So I had to stop myself doing that. I think no, it's time to do something else. Now. Yeah, that's um, you have to stop yeah, at a certain it's, point. Um, and actually, although actually, yeah, I, really, I think I will go back to it, but down the line because I always knew that one of the characters wasn't working, and in the final version, it doesn't. That character doesn't work, and it never occurred to me for some reason just to cut the character. <laughs> so, so, so I didn't want to do that because it does it does serve a vital function, but actually it would be very very interesting to have that function served by someone else in the play. Actually, that might create a really interesting thing. So I, that occurred to me a couple of weeks ago. It's so, funny how these things come I mean, to me. Like, I mean, it's just struggling just... with that character for ages, and the reason I was struggling with him is that he it, it shouldn't be there. <laughs> it's, um, well, sometimes yeah. you need the time. Sometimes yeah, you need yeah. the time and the perspective. Mm. I mean, so do you feel like? How do you feel about the fact that your sister also writes it? Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, we were talking about it. I'll get, right. yeah, yeah, I'll get no, that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, um, it seems I've never made the connection, to be honest, between, even though it's an obvious connection, that we happen to be doing the same same thing. It's, it never felt like the same thing because I came from a, from a drama point of view and then eventually found that I really enjoyed write, writing plays and, yeah. and um, that side of it, which uh, I came to through um, devising a lot and then and I worked on a device a big device production at uni and really enjoyed writing for it yeah. um, so that's my interest in theatre 
and drawn came first rather than a desire to write. That's consciously anyway. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you are. But now you both now, are. Now we both are. It's um, it's strange because we work not only in different mediums, I think, well, in different forms, but um, I think the sort of things that we do are completely different. I don't. Although, although, although obviously we are creating, we are writing. I it, there it is seems to me, yeah, there well. will be, there will be. I'm sure there are, but it's it's not something I've never, even though it's, it's, it seems the most obvious thing in the world. Yeah, it's not to me anyway. It's not a direct relation. We seem to be, I don't know. But well, that's it's, good. So, it's yeah, good. it's 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 um. So you're not in competition. No, um, it would be weird <laughs> if we were. <laughs> we do we do something completely different, and, and that's in my head. It's it's I've. Because I came to it from a theatre point of view, and it was the interesting theatre that came first. Whereas she's always written. I don't know the time when she wasn't writing at all, and she always has. Growing up, she was always writing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I so mean, that's how I understand mm, it. I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. She, she, she was always, always writing, um, and I, that wasn't what I did. And in some ways, I still don't. I still think of myself as a, a dramatist, writing, a joke, rather yeah, than a writer. yeah, a playwright rather than a writer. I think that there's a distinction there. I think there's um, definitely a distinction. I think, um, yeah. Um, and that's probably why I don't necessarily feel comfortable in other forms, unless it's dramatic forms. But I mean, but I really uh, respect that mm. commitment to a form as well, like to a single mm. idea. To experience. I mean, it's not something that I like. I've had to come. Like I've had to think, what am I exactly? Mm, yeah. You know, because I, I do all of these different disciplines and genres, and yeah. maybe I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none. I kind of come to the point of realizing. Well, I I, I do journeys. Yeah. I, I t- tell, I, I I take characters or from a on a journey. Um, in in a song, I take people on a yeah. journey, and so that's the kind of that's the thing that's, I'm exploring. Yeah. yeah. And it the medium mm. is almost the ways that I can explore that concept of taking things on a journey. Mm. I think there's also something really valuable though about really exploring a medium and seeing how yeah. far that can go and what you can do with that. Mm. I think that's a yeah. In some ways, I would I would, I would I would like to have that to have an idea and think, okay, that the journey idea is it, the journey sort of analogy is good. And but I'm thirty. Well, it takes me a long time to get to this, and I'll probably yeah, change my mind next yeah. year. <laughs> you never know. But it's uh, I, I I would like to be able to think right. This is what's going on in my head. Which is the best route to take to this? What form is this? What is it? Is it is it, is it, is it a short story? Is it a novel? Is it to be to be to have that sort of ability in all forms, I, I would love that, but I, I don't have that. No, that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, certainly for me, that's how I go. I got, I get the idea, and then I'm like, where, how, how do I? What's the best medium for this idea? Yeah, yeah. And then I find the way that that, that I can express that idea. I mean, there's also a a real discipline to trying to make the idea work in. The specific form. Yes, like yeah. that's that's also a real challenge. Although I think that you can be too, you can artificially try and push things into forms that don't belong. I think that's a danger as well. Yeah, like I think I've, I've had ideas before where I think, well, I could force that into a play, but it's better in another medium, and it, it, it's it's not it's not a play. I don't think, or I, it's not necessarily that conscious, but a feeling that I don't think this is quite right as a play. And when you get that idea, you don't write it. Or do you yeah, write? I sometimes have some notes about it, but I don't really write it. I don't think um, because usually because plays away your because, because yeah, because I wouldn't know how to start. 
Yeah. If I had an idea that I thought, well, this would be better as a novel, I don't know, I've got no idea. I'll tell you what, no one knows how to start a novel. No clue. No one knows how to start a novel. One day I would like to do it. I'd like to Novelists don't know how to start a novel. It just happens. Like, Well, I said earlier, I don't know how to start a play. I don't know how to write a play. Each play is, I don't know how to write it. And you sort of find that you're in it, and you're like, oh, right, I'm now writing a play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And, I mean, we've... I'm impressed the amount of time we've managed to, to, to talk about writing and theatre. I guess that makes absolute sense. What we've had, us both have yes. <laughs> an interest yeah. in it. And currently, you're writing in the city of York, which is yes. where we are now. In this, con- we're in your house, yes. family house, my family house, yes, uh, family home in York. Yeah, and you've come back to York. Yes. Um, initially, I studied my first degree in Aberystwyth. Yeah. Which isn't a place, it's a lovely place, but it's not a place you can stay having been a student there, really. It's a student town. Oh. And Great there isn't an art scene there. There isn't an art scene at all, but there isn't an art scene. Well, yeah. There's not one in your Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't want to follow too far down that path. And <laughs> 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 then, sort of, I studied my master's in Birmingham. In some ways, it would have been more sensible to stay there, I think. It, 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 I, it's not a city I, I loved, it was okay. Um, but... Um, but ultimately, it's financial ease as much as anything about to York because I have a friend who had an option of very affordable rent from places sister owns, and so I live with him there. And we, it's it, it's great because I can work like thirty hours a week, maybe uh, a job That's to good. earn uh, on minimum wage to earn enough, enough to, to get pay by. The rent. Okay. So it's it's still that compromise of earning a living and having time and energy to do your own thing, which I found able to do here in York because yeah. I've had that luck of being able to live quite cheaply so that is really the reason I'm in York at the moment but I know that I can't well I don't want to stay here for that much longer anyway because it's the city I grew up in and I think that it's it's not I don't want to stay in the in the city I grew up in not for any sort of really I love it but ultimately you need to go, go somewhere else do something move. else and try something to else to my new somewhere else. so yeah so there is a part of me that doesn't need to move on or knows that I need to move on in that respect but it's it, and I know that in terms of opportunities and stuff it, it, the arts in Britain are very London centric that is they true are. Um, and that's where I need to be but ultimately I need to find a way to afford to live in London and yep. still have time to work it's, yeah. that, it's, it's that it's that it's that compromises the reason I'm currently in York. Well, I've said um, this to you before. It yeah. took me about two years mm. to find the time to yeah. work when I went moved to London. Yeah, it was yeah. two years of thinking, I'm never going to be able to make work again. Yeah. I've got no time. I've got no yeah, time. Yeah. And then, I don't know. You get you you find a way, or you don't. Yeah, I, I think that's the, that's <laughs> the fear is that if you what if you don't, <laughs> then you find yourself in a in a mundane job for the sake of living in a city because the opportunities are there, but you can't have the you time know to what? take. A, yeah, it's a, you go there and it doesn't work out. You yeah, you exactly. come back to York. Yeah, yeah, or you oh, go yeah, yeah. It's a, it, oh. So I think that ultimately I'm just delaying the fact that I will eventually move to London <laughs> and just see how long I can put that off. I think um, no, and also I think that there's as there's still I'm still getting a huge amount from and proving a huge amount by having the time to write working and on I your think craft, that, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid that if I have no time then I'll just stagnate and there'll be no development and I'll not get I think you get different time. things from the periods of time when you have no time to write yeah, you get life I think, experience oh, I think that's true, and I, think that's true as well. I think that um, I think that in some extent even if when you're not you're not writing you, that there's something in your head that is storing things and uh, and 
ordering things and putting things together so that when like there's probably a huge amount that you are writing when you're there you are in some ways it's, yeah. it's up in your head it's uh, there are things going on that you're not necessarily conscious of that will come out at some point in something else and that's kind of the yeah. area that you're interested in in a way like mm. the, the unconscious seems yeah. to me to be what you're trying to tap into mm. which yeah is, I think that's fair yeah it's, uh, and so you know that's always going to be happening whatever situation yes. you're in but it's yeah, yeah. being able to have the time to record it yes that's that's true yes um, and I reckon you know there is a lot of that there, it's a very valid way of being to like learn your craft mm. and, iso- and isolate yourself and mm. sit in the cave yeah. and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and write yeah. and I've, I've had periods like that and I hunger yeah. for them now I'm in a yes, period where yeah, there's yeah, lots yeah. of activity mm. and all that stuff I miss the cave mm. when I was in the cave yeah. I hungered for the activity you know? yeah yeah I would uh, and so it, I think it's more that when there is sort of the, all the activity and if, if I get to that stage where I'm, I want there to be... I'm building... I suppose I'm building craft foundations, I suppose, is that I'm, I want to be able to, to, to create plays and do it well. And I think that I'm not at a point where I'm doing that yet. I'm not... My sort of craft isn't isn't good. It needs to be. So I, I, I think there's a sense of improvement. I, I absolutely take your point, and I, and I think that the cave analogy is interesting because it does point out the massive flaw in the approach that I take here. It's, I don't it's, know if it's um, a flaw because I really think it's because I, I, I isolationist is. I mean, Jen's in London, appropriate word and she's in a cave. Mm, yeah. Like, it's possible mm. to be in London yeah, and be yeah. in a cave. Like, the way that Jen is always going to work mm. because she's a novelist and because yeah. she's the kind of novelist that does loads of research yeah. and character backgrounds and just so much yeah, yeah. work like, and I think I get the impression that you're like this too and it might, maybe it's a family trait it's certainly like I said something that I admire but I, I think there is a lot of validity to being someone who cra- I mean it's rare these days yeah. to come across people who want to perfect their craft you yeah. know everyone wants to get it out there straight away mm. and you know, there's something you lose from that. Place. Yeah, yeah, but as with everything, you need a balance that I haven't got right at the moment. I think. It's well, I think it's. Um, when I hear you say, mm-hmm. "Oh, I don't think my work's good," I take it with a pinch of salt till I see it. Yeah. Because, you know, Jen says her work isn't good, and then I see mm-hmm. it, and it is good. And I've got friends who who say their work isn't mm-hmm. good. I generally, I mean, obviously, there are people out in the world who say their work isn't good, and then you read it, and it isn't yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. But generally, the, the work the work that you find that isn't good is the one that the person's saying. Well, there's someone like me telling telling you that it's great, <laughs> and then you read it and you go, "Oh dear, I'm gonna have to." Yeah. How do I tell this you person that, that this good, isn't yeah. good? But I suspect your work is probably better than you think it is. But that doesn't mean that you don't have to work on no, it. No, no, um, I think that's the whole yeah. point of writing is to get mm, better at it. Yeah, yeah. I think that ultimately, um, I will. Very soon, I will, I will move, and I will sort of. I think I'm too comfortable as well. I think that's the thing because I've got a an, a cheap, an inexpensive life at the moment, which has allowed me the time. Probably too comfortable. So yeah, I think um, it's a, you, too much comfort. There's that hunger so, thing. Yeah, like, if you haven't got very much time, you kind yeah. of sometimes you use that time better. Absolutely, yes. It's I weird. Think that's, that's true. Although, 
that said, when I was working in the hotels, I didn't have much time. I didn't use that time. I didn't, no, I, but I then no time. I wasn't able. There's, and, there's also yeah. your mental state, yeah, and, um, what you're feeling, yeah. all of these. And being elements. physically tired. Yeah, uh, uh, all the time. It's, in that job, I was either working or I was tired. No, <laughs> I was either working or asleep. I think yes, that was my life for a good few months there. <laughs> when I've worked long yeah. hours, I, yeah, I have yeah. had it, find it really hard to write. The only times I've managed to break that is when I've had deadlines for things that yes. had to be done. Yeah, and then yeah. I've been writing in my lunch breaks mm. and writing, you know, all through the night. And you know, yeah, yeah. It's not fun, no. though. And there's, there is an element of you, uh, uh, as, of me as a writer, that thinks, well, I want to have fun and do it as well. Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it is really hard thing, yeah. to to balance it all. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I think that you get from having the balance slightly wrong in various directions, you actually, you gain as much as you lose, and then you need to readjust the balance the other way, maybe, and gain yeah, another that's area. Right. I don't know. I think that's right. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's, I think it's ref- refreshing as well, and I, I think more writers should have it. I wish I had it more. And I think maybe I do have it on one level. I mean, you, you you start from the point of view of I don't know, mm. you know, yeah. And I guess that's where I try and start from. But you know, part of my brain always thinks I do know, and the rest of me knows that I don't know. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. But I, I I think there is something refreshing mm. to writers and artists in general mm. saying you know I don't have any of the answers. I'm just yeah. trying to find out, yeah. and that seems to me something that you do. But what, I think as well there is a, there is a, in there's always a part of your head that's shouting, yeah, I know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but, but I think there's, there's always that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, uh, so, yeah. Again, it's the balance, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. tune in one side, you yeah. tune in the other side. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I wish that you could, I wish I could hit the balance more often. Mm. Yeah. For me, yeah. it's all, always, I'm rubbish, there's nothing I do that's any good, or I'm brilliant, everything I do is amazing. Yeah. I think no in be- I want to be in between. Yeah. I want to be in between. I don't think anyone's in between, are they really? I think it's, it must be really difficult. You just to swing. Between. I think between you just swing between the two, between the two, two positions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a horrible feeling that you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be nice to be in the middle. It would be, yeah. So, I mean, around, well, pretty much around this time, because it's the end, oh. pretty much. And, you know, you've gone more than an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that went quick. Well, you're so, fun- it's yeah. funny. Like I said, everybody yeah. says beforehand, oh, how am I going to talk for an hour? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And, uh, because well, yeah. we're, we're at, what, one hour and nine minutes. Okay, wow. So, the thing I ask people at the end is, do you have mm. anything to plug? Mm. I, I was thinking about this, because I knew, and this is one of the questions that I know you ask. Yeah. And, um, and the answer is no. And I was thinking... That's a shame. That is, that's that's bad that I don't have something to plug. I I should have something to plug, but I don't. So that made me think. Well, I need to get in. I, I it actually it points the fact that I don't have anything to plug almost points to the weakness in what of in my approach yeah. as we were talking about as, as the cave. Mm. And the reason I don't have anything to plug is because I haven't done anything. About it. I haven't finished. I'm got anything produced I haven't sort of well I have had things done little things done before but at the moment I don't have anything on I don't have any sort of thing outside my own projects and my own projects aren't on stage at the moment and they so yeah I think I think the answer to that is no I don't have to plug I wish I did and I need to work harder but, on uh, having something but I think I that's the then, nature of yeah. the kind of writer that you're, you're being mm. I mean 
and I'd like a better infrastructure for the arts so that yeah. writers had some outlet for their yeah. stuff, you know, because yeah. it's very hard to break in. Yeah. And, you know, the only way that I've found to break in is to do it yourself. Yes, I think that's... And that, But yeah. that's really hard to find an audience. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, maybe you should get a website. Mm. But what would you put on there? Yeah. Like... Jen's lucky. She she's got short fiction. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she's you know she mm. can she can spend years and years mm. writing a novel. Yeah, because she can at least put some short fiction up there, yeah. and that kind of gives people a taste. And I, well, I, I do have a, a few short plays, but then I wouldn't put them online. That's not what a they're script they're is not, different. Yeah, they're, not, they're, they're not. I mean, I guess that you could a, you could give them up for public kind of yeah, performance, but then, then yeah, but then. Yeah, it's a nerve-wracking thing to put your play out there and say anyone can produce this. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, my name's yeah. on it, and you can mm. massacre it if you mm. like. You know, that's, that's well, maybe not... that's what I should be doing. Maybe what? I should just say, yeah. Well, maybe that's maybe. an option. That would be an interesting position to take, though. A completely public domain writer. That would be that would be a really interesting thing to do. That would be interesting. I'm not going to do it, but it <laughs> would be an interesting thing to do. It would be a lot of uh, yeah. control that you'd be relinquishing. Yeah, yeah. But there would be something quite nice about that. Just sort of do the work finish it and just send it out there and see what happens see see who takes what maybe someone will do something brilliant with it somebody will do something, do something crap but it's like release it I've done my bit it's not mine anymore so I'm going it would be quite a fun experiment I think it would but, be a fun um, experiment yeah I mean the other way that people take the, the concept mm. of plug-in is you know it surprised mm. me when this happened mm. but it does seem to have happened a lot so I now encourage it okay. is that people use that sort of space to promote a way of thinking about the world or a way of being or a way yeah, or a charity right, or yeah. something external from yeah. themselves because a lot of people I talk to they're not playwrights yeah I mean more people are artists than I'd like almost yeah, I, yeah. To. <laughs> I think but, we all think that don't we yeah, <laughs> well, I, yeah that's true I wish they were less yeah. artists in general yeah, and I yeah. wish I had less artist friends so that I was talking about more broad themes on the show yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so it goes you've got what you've got yeah you get what you get and you don't get upset, as my great-niece gets told by her family. <laughs> so, do you have anything that you'd like to kind of promote as a kind of... Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Which is, is, is odd, but no. Not well, it's not odd. Idea, my brother, so, actually, yeah. whose episode went out yesterday, yeah. so geeks can work out exactly the date that this is being recorded, I guess. Oh, oh no, maybe it wasn't yesterday. day before, actually, geeks... <laughs> very, very hard, hard. I should call my audience yeah, much right, nicer geeks, names. You don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm yeah. calling everybody geeks, and I'm certainly, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a geek. I'm sure in lots of ways. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I, I'm geek yeah. positive, but like my brother said, you know, he doesn't have anything to promote. And actually, he said, you know, in a way, he kind of considers it to be a kind of almost as an arrogant thing to sort of say this is what you should do uh, and I can I can, mm. I relate to that as well at the same time I'm not like he said I'm not calling anyone who's, who's given their suggestions out but I do see how I mean it seems to me you're a writer that starts from the point of view of not knowing and if you don't have the answers yeah, you can't really you, tell you can't <laughs> unless, unless we were to record you performing a play yeah that would probably give people something that you'd want to promote but possibly yeah um yeah, and I wouldn't necessarily know what that, what, what that was, yeah. even at the end of it. Yeah, 
Well, I guess in a way we're kind of going out on a theme that's been yeah. consistent in this conversation. Of <laughs> not knowing what you're doing. Not, <laughs> not knowing what you're doing, but that not necessarily being a bad thing. Yeah. The last thing I ask people to do is to say goodbye to the audience. Okay. Goodbye, audience. Geeks. <laughs> yeah, geeks. Oh, apology, <laughs> yes. Apologies for calling you geeks. Bye. Find Getting Better Acquainted on Twitter at GBA Podcast. You can find it on Facebook. It's Getting Better Acquainted. Have a search on Facebook and like it. Or you can find it on the website www.gettingbetteracquainted.co.uk. You can also subscribe by searching on iTunes and subscribing to us that way. And on the Stitcher Smart Radio app that you can download for your smartphone. From Stitcher.com, there are lots of ways to get better acquainted. Store.